listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or the World Watch List, you can visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Andrew. This is Nicolette and Jared. All three of us are together again for this episode (laughs) and we are excited. We're going to do something a little different this week. So what we've all done is we've all picked a recent story or prayer point that we've heard from the Persecuted Church. We're going to share it with one another and then pray for that prayer point. And then that means letting everyone else know. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go first because mine is a, is a praise point. Uh, you know, we always talk about, you know, always getting people to pray, saying you need to pray. And I want you guys to know your prayers are making a difference. Yep. And the way God acts in this story is it kind of makes me check a little bit. And so, uh, so <laughs> okay. the story comes from Vietnam. What could have been a disastrous situation was averted uh, between a group of local police and 50 church leaders and workers. These 50 church leaders and workers were attending a workshop and graduation ceremony conducted by the local uh, theological seminary uh, in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police found out about it. They gathered their, their uh, forces. Okay. Thank you. Okay. They gathered the forces and, uh, and they, they went and they barged into the event and coming in to find the place empty because the event had already ended and everyone had left. <laughs> Oh and God. so, uh, you know, the, the, our, uh, our local partners are just saying, praise God that the police didn't get there on time, right? Oh, and my so, gosh. Yeah. Uh, just, um, so they were just late? Yeah, just imagine so the police funny. barge in to stop the ceremony and no one's there. That's like a movie. Yep. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but uh, so all the participants had already left and got home. That's amazing. Do you know um, wh- what was the issue? Like why the police... Um, didn't want there to be a graduation like because oh or, it wasn't registered or, or something like that they didn't uh, have okay yeah they didn't have they they yeah it, it's because vietnam is a communist nation right right and mm-hmm. and so christian uh activities are often okay yeah not right okay. anyways yeah. so before we go to either <laughs> of your amazing. stories we're gonna praise god and so father god we thank you so much uh for the ways that you work god we hear stories of amazing miracles and we hear stories like this of still a miracle, how you worked, but just something that makes us chuckle because the police just didn't show up one time. Mm-hmm. God, so we thank you for protecting every one of those 50 church leaders. God, we pray that because they were protected, that they would be able to go out into their uh, communities, their villages, God, and that they would be able to share the gospel and many would come to faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. God, we thank you uh, for the great work happening in Vietnam. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Do you want to go or me? You can go. Okay. Uh, mine is not funny. It's uh, substantially more serious than yours. But uh, no, I um, just came across this prayer point today. Uh, so I don't think the two of you would have seen it. Um, it came in from our team in Africa, our partners in Africa. Uh, sounds like a pastor and his wife uh, were abducted, um, wow. taken or, or kidnapped from their home. Mm-hmm. So this is Pastor Paul Musa and his wife Inez, who were apparently kidnapped 
about a month ago now from mm -hmm. their home in the north region of Cameroon. Mm -hmm. uh, so Pastor Paul is in his 60s and has served uh, at the Church of Christ in Nations uh, for four years now while also leading another church in the same denomination in a different part of Cameroon, mm -hmm. uh, which incidentally is not unusual for pastors to have multiple congregations in um, countries where there's persecution simply because there's not as many available pastors. Yeah. Um, but our local partners in Africa uh, said that the missing couple is known to frequently wake up early to travel. In the morning of their disappearance, their daughter woke up, swept the compound, left for school, assumed her parents were not home. They had left early. It was only when she returned home from school that afternoon and her parents were still not home uh, that uh, she and her brother began to look into the issue. So upon inspection, they found some documents scattered on the floor and uh, neighbors reported that they had noticed the morning after the kidnapping that doors to the compound were left open, which in retrospect should have alerted them that something was wrong. And then the incident was reported to police. Hmm. So hmm. Uh, as of this reading, there's no indication of where they are. Pastor's, Pastor Paul's phone is not is turned off or, or not receiving anything. Uh, and so far, no one has claimed responsibility, nor has there been any demand for ransom. Uh, some of our partners did mention that some of these instances are uh, common uh, kidnappings from mm -hmm. various groups um, and ransom demands usually follow yeah. so we can anticipate that that might be coming um, but the Christian Association uh, in the area has requested that the church be in prayer for Pastor Paul and his wife Inez of course so yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have a couple of prayer points that our team has sent specifically uh, for Pastor Paul and his wife Inez for their protection that the Lord will make a way for them to regain their freedom, for comfort for their family, as well as both of their congregations that they work with, and for the local security and the authorities as they seek to locate them. So let's pray for them. Okay. Lord God, I think of uh, the stories that we see in the New Testament of people being unexpectedly freed, Paul and Silas in the jail, Peter being freed from his imprisonment, and God, in this situation, we would come before you and beg that you would work a similar miracle for freedom for Paul and Inez, your servants who so faithfully uh, preach your word in the country of Cameroon and have now gone missing. God, it's been uh, almost a month at this point, and there's no information as we know of yet. So, Lord, we pray that your hand would be in the situation. Give them protection. Keep them safe. We pray that they would be kept together. Um, they would be able to comfort one another, give them a, a special sense of your presence, of your Holy Spirit being with them. We pray that you will give them freedom somehow or other, Lord, that uh, perhaps even a couple podcasts from now, we can update our listeners that we've heard about good news from Paul and Inez. Lord, we trust you with that. Mm -hmm. Please comfort their children um, as well as any other family they might have and their church congregations that they work with who will no doubt be uh, devastated by the loss of their pastor and, um, and his wife. God, please give them strength, peace, comfort, however each person there needs, God. And lastly, we want to pray for the authorities and the security forces in the area who, uh, whose responsibility it now falls to to locate Paul and Inez. Lord, right. we pray that you give them whatever tools are needed, uh, even leads, wisdom, however that looks, God, would you make a way for them to locate and free Paul and Inez. We pray for lines of communication between authorities and family, 
um, between authorities and the churches, God, that there would just be a sense of um, community there, uh, even between Christians and non-Christians seeking to locate someone who's missing. Lord, we leave it in your hands and ask that you would do a great thing in the situation in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Oh, you. Last story <laughs> of the three. Um, this is uh, a story from Central Asia, and it's about Pastor Hakim, his wife, uh, Dahlia, and their four children. Okay. And they are really in need of our prayers today. So Pastor Hakim is the leader of an underground church in Central Asia, and uh, in this uh, in the country that he's in, um, Islamic traditions are very strong. The government is very controlling over the population. And although the government says that there is freedom of religion, it's not implemented. So right, yeah. it's, it's very risky to be a pastor of house churches like Pastor Hakim is. And um, so basically, uh, Pastor Hakim and his family, they've They've faced persecution for years. Sure. Um, ever since they converted from Islam to Christianity, you know, Pastor Hakim's been arrested. Um, police have broken into their church meetings at their homes, and they've, uh, you know, swept through things. Uh, they've been fined for holding illegal religious meetings, for having illegal religious materials in their homes, so like Bibles and Christian yep. literature. Um, they've been. Uh, the the local Muslim community sees them as a threat yep. um, because they're they're seen as like traitors to the traditional faith of Islam. He's been questioned by the police. He's been beaten. He's been threatened. It's it's been years of facing this kind of pressure and violence as well. Um, and it's just because the authorities want him to stop his mission, to stop his ministry, and to mm -hmm. stop his practice of faith. Yeah. And, um, you know, several years ago, like, I can't even imagine how taxing it would be to deal yeah, with no this on a regular basis. So um, Pastor Akeem and his family, his four children, um, they left the country. Um, they, okay. they fled and, um, and they stayed in another country that was really far from their, their home country. Um, but their, their passion for their ministry never left. Mm -hmm. They, uh, they, they still wanted to, they still felt the call to minister to their mm. uh, congregation in their home country. So after a year of, uh, of being um, away from their home, they actually returned to uh, their home country in Central Asia. And uh, Pastor Hakim was kind of hoping that, you know, since he had been away for a year, that maybe the tension surrounding his ministry would die down a yeah. little bit. Maybe, you know, he wouldn't be seen as such a threat, but the the truth was like as soon as they returned so did the pressure like the the police came they um they broke into their house they take him to the police station for questioning he's threatened and beaten and um they they, they honestly like treat him like a criminal because of his ministry because he wants to keep um mm. keep sharing his faith and and looking after these house churches and during the last uh questioning the the security police um, told him, um, you were prevented for many, many times for years, but you did not understand. Obviously, you're not going to stop sharing your Christian belief with other Muslims, and you're not going to return to normal life. We will kill you to stop this if you do not come to your senses and renounce all these ideas. And, like, this is not an empty threat. Right. Like, his life is 
truly in danger. Um, so it's just, it's such a difficult situation. His life is in danger, his family is in danger, and they don't have anywhere to go. Like there's, um, the, the people that he was in contact with when he left the country for a year, um, they would be willing to host him, but he can't leave his home country. Like the police, the authorities are not letting his family cross the border. So they're stuck where they are and the pressure and the violence that they're facing is not stopping. So um, yeah, we just need to pray yeah, for, wow. for our brother and his family. Um, we wanna pray that they will have the opportunity to leave the country. And um, also currently, kind of like what you shared, Jared, um, the church members have not been able to contact him because either his phone has been um, blocked by the police or he turned it off himself in okay. order to yeah. you know prevent yeah. Uh, yeah, the security systems like yeah. uh, security services from listening in so uh, would you join us as we pray for our brother in Central Asia today uh, Lord today we we think of Pastor Hakeem we think of um, his wife Dahlia and their four children and uh, we lift them before you today God we are so uh, humbled to hear of the great servant heart that he has, that even when he had the chance to leave all of this danger behind and, and have another life somewhere, he actually decide to, decided to turn around and come back because that's how much he wanted to continue his ministry and he didn't want to abandon the church of his home country. And um, Lord, we know that that love for your people is from you. And um, we ask that uh, you would be with our brother and his family today. Um, Lord, would you protect them? Um, Lord, we ask today that you would provide an opportunity for Pastor Hakeem and his family to leave the country as they've asked, as, as um, the prayer point was given to us. Um, Lord, we pray that there would be an opportunity for them to have a place that's more secure um, and the opportunity for them to escape together or at least following one another so that the family is not uh, divided and separated. Um, we, we're not sure how this can happen when uh, the authorities are preventing them from uh, crossing the border and they're, they're, they've, they're threatening him with so much and they're coming to his house so often. But um, Lord, we, we believe that through you all things are possible and we believe that you've placed this call on his life for a reason. And uh, even though this situation just seems like every door is closed, we believe that you will open the right door for our brother to be safe with his family. And um, we also pray for his church congregation that we, they would be able to contact him and just make sure that he's all right. And um, we pray that you would um, give this family favor and mm. um, and uh, provide other people along the way that can help get this family to a place where they can um, be safe. And uh, we know that you didn't place uh, this this burden on his heart um, for his for the church of his home country for no reason. Um, but Lord, we pray that uh, his life would be spared, that his family would um, that his family would remain together, and that they would also have another way to minister to people and to to serve in the call that you've placed on his life. And so um, we hand the situation to you. And uh, Lord, mm -hmm. I pray that we would be able to rejoice um, with the great things that you're doing in his life. Um, in the future, and um, we we trust and expect that you are moving um, in this situation. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Thanks so much for praying along with us. You know, if you guys would like to get your church, your your family, your small group to pray for the persecuted family, then I encourage you to check out opendoorscanada.org slash pause. It is a monthly toolkit that has a video uh, with a recent prayer point, a story just like Jared and Nicolette shared mm -hmm. uh, that will allow you to pray for your persecuted family, yeah. uh, you know, church, small group, uh, if you're in a Christian school, whatever. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's a great way that you can be doing that. So do check out opendoorscanada.org slash pause. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for joining us. We'll be back again next week with another episode of the podcast. Until then, God bless. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And for more information and more prayer points for persecuted Christians around the world, you can follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada or visit our website, opendoorscanada.org forward slash pray. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.